If you're getting pizza tonight, going with the GF crust is a must. The show, hosted by two plant-based diet advocates, helping you get your healthy habits on lockdown. You're listening to The Health Beat with Sarah and Pete. Okay, so we like to cook a lot. And when we cook for our friends, we make gluten-free. We don't make, you know, wheat or um, spell or something else. Like, if they're coming over for dinner, it's going to be gluten-free. And, like, the great thing about our friends is that there's no flack. Yeah, there's never any flack because it tastes so dang delicious. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. If you make an effort to make gluten-free, like, it can taste really good, and people won't give you a hard time. And it can taste really good, and it doesn't have to take forever. Like, you don't necessarily have to make it all from scratch. Such a good point. So, we actually had our friends come over the other night for dinner, two of our really good friends here in San Diego, and I had this vision. I do this a lot where I have, like, this taste profile in my brain, and so I wanted to create these um, vegetable sandwiches that were really decadent and rich but healthy she had quite the vision when she was first describing (laughs) them i was not quite sure i would just i just wasn't seeing the vision how did you describe them so it was going to be like a crispy english muffin with a dill tahini spread grilled Mm -hmm. those two grilled together so the spread Mm kind of goes into the muffin then crispy um onion rings on them Uh with sauteed brussels sprouts avocado, tomato, and then sunflower greens. I'll never forget, like, as soon as you said Brussels sprouts, I was like, I just, I don't get it. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> he couldn't I was, see like, it. picturing them, like, rolling off or something, but it was just, it was totally different because I think you shredded them. Yeah, I shredded them really finely before cooking them. Um, but anyways, it was just this amazing dinner it was just so good yeah so much flavor and our friends are totally happy with it they actually were raving and they're not gluten-free but they were like this was awesome and i didn't make the english muffins they were um food for life's brand but they worked great so in the in the five years that we've been eating like mostly like like plant-based whole foods and like cooking for our friends we've never had people eat with us with food that we've made and and feel like they were missing something like they were missing out on like the gluten <laughs> basically like, like the gluten it doesn't even enter their minds yeah i feel like a lot of times too our friends are happy when they're coming to dinner with us because they know it's going to be healthy and sometimes they haven't eaten anything healthy all day so they're like oh we're going to sarah yeah, and peter's score. like yeah. they're gonna feed us really good food on both terms of taste and nutrition so um, just a little story to tie in today's topic. Today's topic, kit, kicking the glutinous maximus. So quick overview today. We're going to keep it a little bit shorter. Like, well, well, they're, they're all about, they're all a little bit shorter, you know, between the 20 and 30 minute mark. This one, we're going to be talking about navigating gluten at your house and when you're eating in, which is actually, it's not that hard. The more challenging one is when you're eating out. Mm. Um, and then we're going to go into some of the brands that we really love. Yes. 
But before we jump in, let me tell you guys a little bit about today's sponsor. And like always, we are going to have a giveaway at the end. So make sure you stick around to hear the giveaway. But first, the sponsor is Bob's Red Mill. I'm sure you've seen them at the grocery store. They're very popular. It's a company that provides cereals, flours, and baking mixes. And they use old stone grinding flour mills. Um, They've been doing it for over three decades, and they're committed to providing people everywhere with the best quality foods available. Bob's products can be found at most grocery stores and pretty much every health food store. We really like Bob's because they have a large variety of gluten-free products. Some of our favorites are rolled oats, almond flour, flax meal, and they're super reasonably priced. So at the end, we're going to be telling you guys how you can win some Bob's Red Mill products. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Bob, you're such a pioneer. I remember being in the grocery store like, what was it, like five or ten years ago. and the, Three decades he's the been around. Super, I know, but the super small, just birthing, gluten-free section mm-hmm. in the grocery store, mm-hmm. like Bob's was rocking it on the shelf right yeah. there. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. So first we're going to roll into cooking and baking gluten-free. Yes, so that can be challenging. I know a lot of people have this mindset that if it's going to be gluten-free, it's going to be dry or it's not going to hold together or it's going to just taste weird. And that's not the case anymore. I think if you're just starting out with baking and cooking gluten-free, it's really important to follow a recipe. What do you think, Pete? Oh, yeah. no, I'm, He's like yeah. the king of following a recipe, I, by the way, guys. I have to follow a recipe, even not not as much these days, but if it's a new recipe I or something that I'm trying, I will definitely follow the recipe. Obviously, the stuff that I'm used to making, I'll just like roll with it. Or if it's like a salad dressing or... but. He's getting a little more wild. Sarah's out there. (laughs) She's a wild one. You got to watch out for this girl. So we recommend following a recipe. If you guys need recipes, um, you can check out our website, theseasonaldiet.com, where we post seasonal recipes that are always gluten-free. Another website that I love, love, love is tastespotting.com. And this website is a collection of recipes from other websites and bloggers. And the really great thing about this website is you can type in exactly what you're looking for. So you could type in gluten-free cornbread and you'd have hundreds of options. So um, those are some good sites to find recipes. Yeah, definitely. So should we talk about the type of flours we use when doing gluten-free baking? Yeah, what, yeah. what are some of your favorites, Peter? I mean, I know I do a lot of the baking, but... Yeah, you are definitely the baker. Sarah used to work in the Whole Foods Market Bakery, by that the way. That was dangerous. Yeah. She was a cookie monster. <laughs> that so, actually was my title. That was your title, the, the official Whole Foods title. So I would say brown rice flour. I mean, that's, that's the go-to. Mm-hmm. And then we also use a lot of garbanzo bean yeah, flour garbanzo bean or, flour or chickpea is fun. flour. And that, that one's cool because it's grain-free. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we feel pretty weighed down. We try and limit our grains to just once a day. Oh, those are the first two that kind of come to my mind. But, I mean, we use them all. I'd say the one that we probably use the least is coconut flour. Yeah, coconut flour is pretty hard to bake with if you are vegan or plant-based and don't eat eggs. Um, because it sucks up a lot of the liquid. 
One flower that I've really been loving lately is almond flower, another grain-free option. Um, It gives this really nice buttery rich flavor without having to use butter. So um, we just released a spring bundle in March of 2015 and it had these peanut butter chocolate little balls and it uses almond flour and they're really good hey have you ever seen walnut flour not like i haven't seen it like at a store but i've heard of people making their own dude that would be so buttery that would be really buttery yeah that'd be good you probably have to be careful that it doesn't turn into butter when grinding oh yeah that's true yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of oil in it um buckwheat flour is another flour that we use um real quick though i think like for us, we've been gluten-free for so long, and our our goal is always to make things healthy and make food that makes us feel good before taste. Um, but if you are first starting out and making that switch, there are a lot of companies like Bob's that make you know an all-purpose gluten-free mm-hmm. flour blend, yep. um, and those do work, and they taste more like um, glutinous flour mixes. So that might be something that yeah, you more try. Traditional. Yeah, kind of like work your way to mm-hmm. just a single flour. So that's that's what I have to say about cooking and baking. Yeah, we we eat we what am I trying to say? So we we make like biscuits and pizza crusts and cookies, but you know, it's not like we we don't like we don't bake a lot of like bread and like like buy gluten-free bread and like have sandwiches on it. We're more like wrap style peeps. Um, but so like when we're, when we're eating in, I would say like the most common thing that we're doing that's gluten-free is, I mean, obviously, you know, when we're, when we're like actually like trying to like make something, like make a recipe out of something, we're going with like the, like brown rice tortillas. Brown rice tortillas are always a classic for us. Totally. And pastas, quinoa pastas. Should we talk about the brands we love? Because I was going to kind of cover those, and we're kind of talking about them right now. Okay, sure. Okay, so the brown rice wraps are food for life. and Really awesome. They're good, but the key is this is so important Mm -hmm. and crucial and something we missed for so long. What's that? Is you have to heat them first. Oh, it's true. <sighs> they taste better they and then they so don't crack. Better. They like oh, they man. hold together and they're they're more like a little bit creamy. One thing you yeah. guys might not know is that Peter and I used to teach kids cooking classes when we first got started in the health world in Seattle at Whole Foods Market. And I remember making these kids gluten-free wraps and the wraps were breaking in half it was terrible it was the worst because kids get so frustrated they feel like they're doing something wrong and now we heat them and they hold together great so it's just like oh how did we miss i that? swear it says it like right on it the back does. of the package too, and we're like uh where were we for like the three the first three years yeah okay a quick tip on those tortillas though you've got to just buy an extra and just throw it in the <laughs> freezer because i'm what well, was it yesterday or two days, two ago, days ago, we were at the store. We're like, like jamming through the grocery store, trying yeah. to get home so we could record this tastemaker time for our community. Yeah, and they were totally out of them. Somebody cleaned them all out, and so we're like, "That's it. We're gonna start buying 
an extra one and just keep it in the freezer. Well, that's kind of the thing about us, though, is that we are rare, I think, in the fact that we don't like to keep a lot of extra food in our house. It it's sounds true. weird, but we go to the grocery store pretty often. It's not like a bag often. of chips, though. Yeah, I know, I but... I be safe. I don't think so. We <laughs> we usually eat what we have lying around, and we oh. really like those Even wraps. Even in the freezer, though. You would do what you're going to slip it under your pillow or something? I would put it in the oven and defaw it. You're crazy. Okay, so we like those a lot, as you can see. That brand also makes um, a corn tortilla, which they're sprouted, and we use those. Oh, yeah, those are great. Mm -hmm. Those are gluten-free. Great great for tacos. Um, Peter, you mentioned pasta. Um, another company is what is that company? It's oh, it's it, Ancient Harvest. That sounds right. And yep. it's a quinoa and corn pasta, and mm-hmm. we really like that. And mm-hmm. all of these, um, I'll link in the show notes at thehealthbeat.us episode. What episode is this? Three episode this three. Is episode number three. So look for that, and I'll link to all of these brands. Um. Oh, another brand that I've actually really been liking. We haven't made them in a few weeks, but is the brand is called Starve Anise Foods, and they make brown rice paper wraps for spring rolls. Oh, yeah. And it, it's been yeah, a long really time good. since I've seen, um, well, it's been a long time since we've had spring rolls before we bought those. That's kind of a confusing way to say it, but... Um, most spring roll wrappers are made from white rice. Just white rice. And we try yeah. to avoid that. So Which, of course, is still gluten-free. But, yeah, you know, we always, just, we always just try and go for brown rice, even with, uh, like, the, uh, the pad thai noodles. Yep. We're always going for, we want the brown rice. We don't, because we just, we want to eat as, as little refined food as possible. Totally. So those are some brands. And like I said, I will link those in the show notes so you can see exactly what brands we recommend for gluten-free because some brands are better tasting functional than others. It's true. It's true. Oh, man, that pizza crust. I don't I don't even know the name of the I don't brand know either. I don't I don't like talking poorly about companies. I mean, I feel like now we're kind of getting into it, but I don't know. It's just so like. What are you, what are you trying to say? and cr- I don't know. It gets stuck in my teeth. Are you saying like that it. one that they have the gluten free option, but the one we it's just had there. the other night? Oh, the that one like the mochi. rice one. Oh, yeah. It's just so frustrating yeah. to use, and it gets sticky. I and think it gets maybe stuck. we have the wrong kind of oven or what? cooking it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> if we can't figure it out, I'm always then, making excuses. But yeah. I feel like you were kind of coming around on it. Towards I the was. End, so well, it's just why. the edges were super like hard and crispy, and the inside was good. I just don't like that gooiness. Yeah, I mean that's. It's I mean nobody like, likes the gooiness. It's kind of like it's stuck in your teeth. And I remember it got stuck to the spatula. The next morning, I am putting away the dishes, <laughs> oh and it, it totally got stuck. The thing that we we used to scrape it off the pan totally got stuck to the towel, the dish towel. Oh and I God. was like, dude, that stuff's caked on there. Well, and then it just makes me think, what's it doing inside of my body? You know, like I hope my digestive system can handle that goo. All that fiber is just scraping you out. Oh, Detox, yeah. I hello. Hope so. I hope so. Not <laughs> clogging me up. Okay, guys, let's right, well, talk about like eating out. Yeah, that's pretty good for the brands and stuff. Let's talk about eating out because let's be honest, that's like the hardest thing that we're up against when eating gluten-free. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our members and just friends tell us like, oh, I do fine until I have to go out with friends or out to work and then, you know, I 
eat a bunch of bread or pizza or a sandwich, and then I totally fall off the wagon. So we don't really eat out that often, I have to be honest. Um, But when we do eat out, we actually don't find it that hard. And I think it's because one is we do a little research before we go out and we check out the menus. Yeah, yeah, we check out yeah, we check out the menus online and that's if we're going to a restaurant, we always know what we're coming into. We always know what's offered and even just in Yelp, if you go to Yelp, you can actually just search the reviews and search for keywords like gluten-free and um or like vegan and and you can figure out what they can do to accommodate because Sometimes like they don't have it on the menu, but they can easily accommodate. That's so true. I've called so many restaurants and just like asked all these like little weird questions that the people are probably like, what is wrong with this girl? But Mm -hmm. it just saves us in the end because there's nothing worse than getting to a restaurant and finding out that you can't eat anything there because it doesn't fit your dietary restrictions. And then either not eating or eating something and then feeling bad about it afterwards. It's just, it's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I've, it took me a while, but I finally came to a place where I just, I decided that I wasn't, I wasn't missing out because if I was just going to eat some crap at a restaurant, like I'm going to feel it. I'm just going to feel bad. I'm going to feel bad about myself. And it's just, it's better to go with just something lighter, you know, like a, like a salad, you know, with like some brown rice on the side or something, something more basic. And yeah, you might seem like a pain in the butt, like when you're ordering and people kind of be looking at you, but like, dude, it's just like, it's not worth it to feel like crap. It's just totally not worth it. Yeah. I think it depends on where you live, but for the most part, restaurants are a lot more accommodating these days. And a lot of restaurants now have gluten-free pizza crust they have gluten-free bread um and a lot of things are naturally gluten-free like peter mentioned brown rice you know like most restaurants have brown rice and Mm -hmm. that's gluten-free most restaurants have root vegetables like sweet potatoes or squash yeah okay sarah i'm gonna throw you a curveball do it okay so we covered eating in restaurants but what about eating over at somebody else's house oh yeah that it, it, okay, so it depends on whose house it is. For sure. Right? But if it's a friend or a family member, like, I'm a big fan of bringing your own food and bringing enough to share. Mm-hmm. That you know? way it's, it's not, it doesn't come across as overly disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a big thing. And, like, even if you are concerned about it, I think you've mentioned this before to some of our members is letting the host that you're going to know what you're doing, you know? Yeah, because you don't want them to be blindsided by that because then they're going to feel bad. Yeah, that and I think a lot of times, like, they are impressed by that or they're they're into that, they want to help, they wish they were doing it. And so by just calling ahead and saying, like, hey, Susan, I am actually eating gluten-free. I'm trying to stick with this new diet. Um, I just wanted to let you know, I was thinking about bringing this gluten-free salad for myself and then some to share if you or some of your other guests wanted to try it, would that be okay? And I mean, I don't know who would be like, no, that wouldn't be okay. Yeah. Yeah. As long as like you're a little bit flexible and you're trying to be helpful and you know, you're trying to help them figure out alternatives. I think it just, it would work out fine every time. Yeah. I, I think too, like always being considerate of like the host. I think it's unreasonable 
to expect the host to accommodate you, especially if there's going to be other guests. Um, but if it's just a, a dinner party and it's just like, say, you and your husband and then like you don't tell them that you're you're gluten free and you just show up, then it's just like kind of awkward because they might have made you this meal and you can't even eat any of it. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's what I would do. OK, I like your advice. I'd have to totally agree with it. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel pretty good. I think that that kind of answers a lot of the most common concerns about going gluten-free. Yeah, if we if we didn't help you replace gluten, like it's no big deal. Like if it <laughs> is still a big deal, you should still totally come on over to thehealthbeat.us and leave a comment on this podcast. Yeah. And uh, we'd love to continue the conversation. Okay, so in wrapping up, we're going to touch base on this giveaway again. So as we mentioned before, Bob's Red Mill. So we're going to be giving away to every 50 people that enter in on our website a gluten-free baking pack full of our favorite products from Bob himself. Oh, yes. Now to enter... Come on over to thehealthbeat.us and find episode number three. Follow the instructions. Again, there's no end date. Come on over. Say hello. All right, guys. And next week, we're going to be sharing our secrets on how to run without the feeling of dying. It's a skill that has to be taught. Otherwise, you might never become a runner. And that would be a mighty shame. A shame indeed. Okay, guys, till next week on The Health Beat. <laughs>